What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of the Five Cents Podcast. I'm joined with the usual crew, and today we're going to do our best to tell y'all a little bit about what's going on in the world. But first, let y'all know the boys a little bit. Introduce yourself. What's up, Jay? How you doing this week? Hey, what up, y'all? Jackson, how you been? How you been? Doing good. Uh, Josh, what's up? What's up? Chilling, chilling, bro. And last but not least, that man, Nico. How you feeling, bro? I'm feeling good, man. What's up? So I like to hear, so I like to hear. So this week, start us off with a little something interesting. You know, I like to throw a little music every time I'm the host. So there's a there's been a trend going on on Instagram. I think it was Rap Caviar put out uh, early this week, a hip-hop rap Mount Rushmore for this decade. And there's been a, a lot of contests or a lot of controversy over who they put in the last spot. So the, the three cemented people, as I'm sure y'all can all guess, they had Kendrick, they had Cole, and they had Drake. But they had the third, the fourth spot was left open for, you know, the people to decide who they wanted to put in there. And the top two artists that people uh, voted on to be in the Mount Rushmore for, you know, that 2010 era was Future and Nicki Minaj. And so first what? off, I just want to hear y'all's opinion before y'all give anybody else. If y'all had to pick between Future and Nicki Minaj to be in that spot, who do y'all got and why? I'm going to start off first. First, disclaimer. None of them should be up there. Just me. Just me. None of them should. No, no. But if I had to choose between both of those two, I definitely would have to go with Nicki Minaj. As of right now, I do not mess with Nicki Minaj's music. But if I think about like what she did with like Young Money and like the pink print, like definitely like me, like middle school, high schoolish vibes. And that's like the span of like eight years. Nicki Minaj was doing her thing very consistently. A lot of her songs hitting top 20, top 10. So I definitely think that she deserves it more. I think that Future, I don't think that his fame, like where he hit his peak, started at like 2010. I'd say that he like missed out like on a couple years. Like So I think Nicki Minaj was just more relevant for more at the time, even though Nicki Minaj also like fell off towards like the end of the 10 years. But that's just me. What y'all got? Oh, um, for me, I'd have to go with Nicki Minaj too. I agree with a lot with what you're saying, Josh. And uh, like you were saying, like Future, he didn't come into the scene till later on in the 2010s. But Nicki Minaj, she was like always there. And also, as Nicki Minaj being like a good female rapper, she set the uh, she you know paved the way for a lot of upcoming female artists. And you know, a lot of times when we associate with goats and you know like top artists in like the rap you know culture. Um, we talk about those that like, you know, pave the way for other rappers and are influential. So that's why I would have to go with her. Before you keep going, just as a, a reference, so for Future, Pluto came out in uh 2012, and Pink Friday came out in 2010. They were about okay. in the same same little spot where they started out. But uh, go ahead and okay. on the, the next opinion. I think you know it's 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 an issue of I agree with y'all. I think it has to be Nicki Minaj between those two. And, you know, not even to argue, like, who's better, but simply if you were to argue, like, magnitude, like, who in the tw- who owned more of the rap scene in the 2010s? This is no disrespect to Future. I like a lot of his music. But I think between those two, Nicki Minaj had a much more lasting impact, um, especially in the 2010s. Like, Future's become a bit of a meme recently in, like, a good way, kind of, like, joking about, you know, King of Misogyny and all that. But <laughs> right, in a good way for his career, I should say. But when it comes to, like, actual musical impact i feel like nikki was far deeper in the scene at the time but 
you know, I, like like you said, Josh, I don't really think I would choose either of them if given the opportunity. I think if you asked me, like, if you told me Nikki was up there because, like Nico said, she paved the way for a variety of female artists, like female rappers especially. I mean, I think that's a that's a very worthy claim to put her on the list. But in my personal list, I, I still don't think I'd have her up there. My personal list. Are we doing personal list right now? Yeah, don't get to that yet. <laughs> okay, cool. All right, all right, all right I got you. Uh, Zay, did you have any input on this this first part for this topic? They're both garbage. Uh, <laughs> they're both garbage, but Nicki is a little less garbage. Um, so I guess Nicki. That's all I gotta say on that. I don't really have. That's I, crazy. I, I, I apologize to any any of their fans in the, in the listenership. He said they're both garbage. We're talking about when they're technically in their prime, and you just call them both garbage, bro. It's just because I don't know their prime was still asked to me because even in their prime I didn't listen to them. I didn't listen to Future. I didn't listen to Nikki. I thought they were both trash. They're trash now. I thought they were trash then. Regardless of what they put out, like, you know, they do their numbers, so okay, the numbers speak for themselves. Yes, I'll give them the numbers, but my personal opinion my personal opinion, there will there has never been, never will be any Nicki Minaj or Future in any of my playlists or any of my music. I've never listened to them. I don't know much about their history. I don't know what they've done. I don't know any of their albums because I think they're trash. Don't listen to them. But thinking in a general sense, um, Nicki Minaj, um, there's Future, and when he was around, um, you said 2010, 2012-ish, um, well, I just didn't listen to him, like, at all. But I knew who Nicki Minaj was because he was in, you know, the whole Young Money thing. So simply because I knew her because she was in Young Money, I'd pick her over Future because I know nothing. I know absolutely nothing about Future. So I couldn't even get an opinion on him if I wanted to. Bro, real quick, say, so you're telling me yeah, no March Madness and no playlist, bro. Never before. You telling me no Miss Me with the Up All Night Turn I Mean with like Drake. Like, like, they're no, that no, song is funny. Never touch the playlist. Damn, I put it on my playlist. Turn off the lights. Hey, bro, diamonds. Hold on, hold on. Before you said plastic bag lights, scholarships. What were the other songs that you named? And who were they by? Who are you? Okay, so March Madness is by Future. That's you could do like the whole um album that had like Jumpman and like Big Rings. I hated that album. And that, in my opinion, is one of Drake's worst albums. That it's so trash. That shit is oh no. <laughs> that album is ass. I'm gonna just I'm gonna just leave it at Zay does not like either artist because it sounds like there's no convincing <laughs> whatsoever. That each of them have any word for yeah, that. No, Zay's had enough. You don't want to hear their name. <laughs> but I actually, personally, I choose Future. Because, okay. in my opinion, a lot of Nicki Minaj's influence was mainly due to YMCMB. It wasn't really overt. Like, other than, like, Peak Friday and some of her mixtapes, her kind of her influence on a lot of artists nowadays, I feel like more kind of from the female point came from, like, Lil' Kim and people like her. 
were like kind of where it inspired the new female generation. And Nikki did a lot, you know, in my opinion. I fuck with Nikki, but I feel like Future literally birthed this whole trap genre that we have right now and took it just to whole new heights that like there would be no little baby without future there would be no gunner without future there would be no little dirt wouldn't be as popular as he is right now without future like things like that i kind of looked at it more from of a an influence on today's artist versus kind of in general because i feel like the same influence that nikki would have would go to like drake having that makes sense. You feel what I'm saying? Well, my thing is on that. You can't tell me that Nicki Minaj and that helped bring up people like what, like Meg or oh, like yeah. um, Cardi B. Like, and they, you could technically like challenge or like more like on the scene because especially with like what's going on to today's society, that female aspect is like so much higher right now. I guess it's like more of what, what. Go to ahead. me, that's more of I say Nikki inspires artists. Future inspired an entire genre, in my opinion, and I feel like that influence kind of goes a little bit farther for me at least. I think that depends on if you put all of the influence for trap on Future. I think there's a lot of people around that time era who you could like spiral off and give some credit to. Oh, I mean, yeah, like I feel sure. like I feel like Future and Migos fit more or less the same niche. I don't necessarily know who came first. I I couldn't tell you who coined like i guess their style first but i feel like you could argue both of those inspired a lot of the atlanta rappers mm-hmm. uh, or at least that style of rap and so considering that those are both juggernauts on the scene like future and migos are both huge but nikki at the time was really the only woman of her caliber doing that that's why i'd have to stand by my answer because you're, you're absolutely right if we're saying that future like if if the point is that future inspired the genre like by himself I agree with you entirely, but from my perspective, there were a lot of artists at the time who did make pretty big waves, but uh, you know, not as big as he did. But mm-hmm. there were a lot more artists contributing to that genre who like had spinoffs and styles. Whereas there were a few female artists who even like were close to Nikki's number. She was pretty much right. in her own. I think Young Doug was one of them, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Young Doug came in more of like the. I guess he kind of took the. Well, I don't want to the T Pain Auto Paint or Auto Pain. <laughs> auto tunes <laughs> and kind of meshed it with the trap kind of on like that little b type yeah. stuff so but yeah i definitely feel like and i think the other point i had kind of just to play a little more devil's advocate i gave to future is he was a lot more consistent throughout the 2010s after kind of pink friday and a lot of the features on ymcmb there wasn't really you know in my opinion i kind of fall towards Morze's opinion with Nicki minaj but uh kind of future you got you know you had all the way from dirty sprite until like 2018 where he dropped like future hendrix and shit like that so he had a lot more, his longevity lasted a little longer, which I feel like it also kind of has to do with that genre being a little bit more uh, popular towards the end of the, the decade. But that was another point I wanted to add in as well. Yeah. And so, <clears throat> about, to, about to come in with the historical relevance argument, I was, I was, if we were speaking purely on like the quality of the artist, oh, then yeah. I, would, I would agree with you. Like if we were just talking about who, who's a better rapper, I would give you Future over Nicki Minaj. But given that, like, I mean, you could even, like, I don't know if this is what they meant when they said the Mount Rushmore concept, but, I mean, it comes with its, it comes with its merits to say this. Like, you have, who's, who else on the, like, Mount Rushmore? Isn't Washington on there? He's got to be. Mm, I think so. Yeah. Oh, you're talking about the actual Mount Rushmore? Yeah, the, the actual. actual uh... yeah. <laughs> uh, it's like, I don't know. Um, it's like <laughs> Let's look it up. Let's... and Jefferson and some other dudes. I forget. Matt, and Matt, some Matt, other dudes. The, okay, it's Washington, Jefferson, Roosevelt, and Lincoln. And so, like, yeah, 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 if you wanna if you wanna look at it this way, like, I, I know this probably isn't as deep as they were wanting to take it, but this is the way I looked at it when you asked me the question. 
Mount Rushmore exists not because these four men were the four greatest men of quality who ever led this nation, right? Because, I mean, two of them lived pre-1800 or before early 1800s. So they hadn't even seen the Emancipation Proclamation. They hadn't seen it. Like, we were still in the ages of hor like horrors in this nation. So we can't argue that, like, oh, they're the best people who ever led this country. That, that would be absurd. They're there because they were some of the most influential. So it's not necessarily the quality of their actions at, from a moral perspective, at least in historical sense. But I mean, George Washington, first president, Thomas Jefferson, Louisiana Purchase, like and wrote the Declaration of Independence, Theodore Roosevelt, uh, big stick diplomacy, Panama Canal, like, you know, American spirit, Abraham Lincoln, obviously, Abraham Lincoln winning the mm -hmm. war, things like that. They're all men who like paved a way in a sense, like they had great acts. So when it comes to Nikki, in my mind, I don't have much Nikki on my playlist. I don't think she's that good. I think as like an overall artist, she's outclassed by a lot of her peers. But in terms of her influence, I think she supersedes Future as like a sole name brand influencer. Because even though she was with um, with Young Money and stuff like that, she did a lot. She did. She really did help pave the way for a lot of female artists. She was one of the first women on the rap scene who got that to that level and took the amount of heat that she did you know whether or not it was warranted but she mm -hmm. did a lot of the a lot of the groundbreaking in my opinion well, That's okay. why i feel like we've somewhat like individually and like at other times had this conversation but when you think about it so the names that we have up there right so we have drake j cole kendrick right so in their own right during that time they were great in making music. A lot of people hate on Drake. I don't care what you say, Drake's probably on your playlist, so you can shut mm -hmm. up. But <laughs> Nate, Nate makes it differ, but during that time period. You have my you playlist. Can't tell me that. <laughs> so you have my playlist, okay. so I'm not uh, No, that's true, that's true, okay. <laughs> but for most people, at least. So from a music standpoint, in their genres, they excel like Drake, damn it, we, we damn near say that we're just listening to Drake as a genre. That's how much he impacted his sound and then Kendrick and J. Cole, two of the best rappers to ever do it. So from the music aspect, they're set. And then when you think about their influence, who they paved the way for, what their name brand is at, you think about like the um record labels they're a part of and the other people they put on. So you have that aspect. Yep. And then you just think about it in terms of like their overall, like I guess like their social influence. So like that's like the third aspect. And that's what makes you a go. That's what puts you on like Mount Rushmore. Because like you said, like those people weren't necessarily the greatest of people, but it's like the type of impacts that they did definitely like paved the way for the U.S. today. So it's almost like what paved the way for music today from the 2010s. So that's why those three are on there. Now, now that I think about it, probably both of them definitely shouldn't have been the top two. The only problem for me is... I can't think of a person to put up there. Maybe they just haven't come to my mind yet, but do y'all got well, some time? You've got some time right now, because that's the next topic. <laughs> Is, so personally, if you could choose one kind of like OG artist uh, from that decade to put in, because that's actually why I didn't choose the time frame? It's from 2010 to 2020. 2010 to 2010. Oh, 2010 to 2020? Yeah. I got one. 
Because my artist was actually and they Lil said Wayne. Future and Nicki Minaj from yeah. 2010 to 2020. Yeah, because that's when Pink Friday came out in 2010, and Lil or not Lil Wayne. Oh my God, Future oh. started like all of his mixtapes <laughs> in the beginning of the 2010s and came out with like Dirty Sprite, Dirty Sprite Two, Hendrix, all that in that day. Nico's got one down there, look like. Yeah, that's why I didn't say Nicki, because my personal pick would be Wayne, because I feel like Wayne covers up. It, honestly, if No Ceilings had come out and, and said it in 2009 and 2010, he'd definitely be in there for sure. But mm-hmm. I feel like Wayne's Damn. influence covers up Nicki Minaj's influence and Jake's. Carter my problem with Wayne is Wayne is, to me, Wayne is in the 2000 to, to the 2010 era. Yeah, he kept making good music to, like, in my opinion, like 2014, 2015-ish. But like I think that he's a era before that. Does that make sense? Well, no, like, Lil if- Wayne, Lil Wayne, the reason why I wouldn't I, I know where you're going at, but you can't I wouldn't say that simply because he transitioned, which carried him into the next era, which made mm-hmm. him a part of that next era. Because yeah. you could honestly say that he was um you could say he was even an era before that. You that's know, true. like that's what makes sense. But true. he transitioned from there, was a big artist then, transitioned into the 2000s, was a big artist then, and like people recognized him as, as a giant pretty much. Mm-hmm. And half the like, Carter still came out in between 2010 and 2020. No Ceilings 2, I'm Not a Human. <laughs> when did Carter 3 come out? Uh, I know Carter 4 was 2012. I'm not exactly sure on that. I feel like Carter 3 came in like... Oh, Carter 3 might have been 2009, I think. If yeah, it was, so. actually. Yeah, that was a good album. Carter 3 like, I, You know what? I would honestly... Yeah, it was 2008. I would, put, I would put Lil Wayne up there because I remember, honestly, but just over Nicki and Future, yes, because I, once he made one song... And if it came out when I think it did, that one song was better than their whole anything they ever fucking came out with. That's a lot of songs for me. And I just think to this day, <laughs> name any event that you go to that you don't hear Swag and Surfing in. Even though I know that came out at the end of 2009. Like, this man has come out with songs to this day that are still just heavily re- relevant for 10 years straight. That came out at the beginning of the decade, in my opinion. That's why I put him. I put him up there instead of those two personally. But damn, that came to my mind. If No Ceilings would have came out in 2010 instead of 2009, he'd be on there for sure, in my opinion, like 100. Mm-hmm. percent But Nico, who did you have? Because I, yeah, I thought about it. I thought about it, and then I realized it wasn't a good one. <laughs> I'll just go ahead and say it though. Who knows, bro? Okay, so we're talking about from 2010s to 2020s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well. Travis Scott didn't start popping until later on in the 20, like, 10s. Mm, yeah. But Travis Scott is a very influential artist. Very true. And that's why I would put him up there. But if we're talking about, like, through the whole, like, span, and I guess that kind of, like, knocks him off because he wasn't really as relevant, as relevant earlier on than he is now, you know? I, I don't know about that one. I don't know. And, and see, Travis Scott is my favorite artist. My favorite but if we're going as far as a Mount Rushmore and influence, he was popular. But hey, as far hey. as influence goes, I think he has a lot. Let of me give you. Let me I, give you all the correct I don't answer. Think so. I the don't correct think answer so. is Kanye West. That's another one. I, I just. About. I don't think you could debate was... in terms of influence. 
My beautiful dark twisted fantasy came well, out. Well, no, see, Kanye, Kanye. Life of Pablo came out. Perfect combination. Yeah. He had I influence think, I and good music. I think it has to be Kanye. I just thought for me, if which I don't know the exact dates, I need to check. But I feel like a lot of actually let me check before I say this. There's a lot of good <laughs> stuff that came out beforehand, but just yeah. from saying my, my yeah, beautiful dark twisted fantasy I, and the life of Pablo in the ooh, 2010s and watched and the he Throne put, in 2011. And, and he put so many people on, is what I'm saying. That's that was a lot. That's of That's true. The thing, the thing, the Kanye thing is about one me of the grandfathers like, of modern rap. See, Very that's true. my thing. So, are we limiting? So, we're not limiting people to an era, right? Because I would have preferred to play no, like Little no, Wayne. That's, that's and, not, no, 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 no. We are. Yes, but we are. Like, so like, like that's another be. thing. You can't so say Kanye is limited to that era because he kept ma- he kept yeah. going through multiple eras so he's not, like those type of artists that go through multiple eras are like for those eras that they were prevalent they're timeless they can be put in one they can be put in both yeah. it could be vice versa because they still were you know it'd be different if like they had their influence from 1990 to 2000 and then they just kind of fell off and then you know just put people on here and there that's one thing but we're talking about people who made popular music in the 2000 you know or you know 2008 2009 you know area even though we're talking about 2010 to 2020 and then they made more music in between the 2010 2020 so if they if their influence and their music stopped before 2010 then i don't think we can consider them for this yeah. particular amount okay. right that's the I way got, i, I got it. If, if you think of the four like most influential biggest name brand for their quality most well respected as an artist or hated as an artist for being on the scene for too long like the people who are the pillars which modern rap stands on yeah i can say Cole, drake Kanye and you can throw Lil Wayne, you can throw a bunch more on there. But I think if we're if we're only choosing one and then Kendrick, Cole, and Drake already chosen for us, it has to be Ye. Because he put so many people on. He revolutionized the style of mixing and making beats. Right? What about he, Eminem? And see, and I was thinking Eminem's Eminem's pre twenty ten. Almost Eminem, all of Eminem's good. Just gonna say that Eminem is he definitely has, around rushing more from 2000. And so to if 2000, we go 2000 oh, to 2010, yeah. Wayne and Eminem are untouchably on there. You can't even debate it. They're one and two, <laughs> if, not, if not three. Bro, but, three. Like I said, yeah. but, but Eminem's prime wasn't the 2010s. Mm-mm. Yeah, I'd say like okay. the the influence that we're looking at is based on their music starting at 2010 and up. That's kind of like for me, yeah. like Travis Scott would not be on there just because he's so new, you can't see his influence yet. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Or like, or you know, just like Eminem, well, it, it's been it, too long. But we're gonna say think of it this way: like, Eminem isn't the like label brand that Kanye is, or like mm-hmm. the the like influencer mm-hmm. that Kanye is. He's a better like if we want to talk raw skill with a microphone and lyricism, Eminem wins that one over Kanye. But if we want to talk influence on music, I still think it goes to Kanye. Because Eminem is the king of getting on there and saying what he wants to say. But I feel like Kanye made more artistic music. And he really was a good example of bringing true artistry into rap music in a good way. Like, he did a very good job. So I think he has to be. Exactly. Exactly. I think he has to be number four. I don't think that's debatable. Support Kanye at number four. I think his impact in producing 
has yes. also changed the game. Like you yes. have to realize that Kanye did more than just rap. Like he produced yep. too. He's got it. And then he like when you say put people on, like one of my favorite artists who is like looked at as probably like like high mid caliber. Uh, what's his name? I Damn it, I almost blanked. <laughs> my Chance the rapper. Amazing. I love I love Chance. <laughs> I, and like literally, I, literally, literally Kanye put Chance. Chance on, bro. And I appreciate Kanye for that. Chance yeah, like until and then he was this. then he was mid and now he is that bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but that song, but that last song he dropped that Josh and I listened to. Bro, that, bro, 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 talking bro. about it, something had to happen I, because I, he was I, so I, happy I, before I, and he was making ass music. His are on bad terms because he dropped some heat. I was like, bro, but yeah. Um, what, what I was saying was, is the song that I he has multiple songs. Lil Wayne has multiple songs that I think are better than anything Future and Nicki Minaj has ever put out, and it was on uh, the Carter Four. And uh, I don't know for me. To be honest. I think <laughs> I think the Carter Four was 2011. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think and like my personal favorite on the Carter Four was um, she will. That was my personal favorite. Yeah. That's a good song, bro. Nightmares of the Bottom was another good one. Yep. Um. She he fucking surprised me with how to love mm-hmm. like I, uh, I mean, I mean, mirror, mirror, oh, you remember mirror with Bruno Mars bro like those are better than anything that in just in my opinion those songs no, you're that right. he made are better than anything Nicki Minaj and Future have and probably will ever come out with mm-hmm. like they. Even if they tried, they could not touch that. And I don't know how they got there. I don't know how the fuck they got there. But they do have their own influence in their own. Just because we don't like their music, they definitely have a lot of influence. No, no, no. I agree with Zay on this one. I I disagree. No, no, no. I think those (laughs) guys rate them up there because everybody else that was in that like that was in that era. You're I think it's you're great, but you're, about them. you're overlooking it's, it's so disrespectful many. to say even if the the point that we've come up. It's disrespectful to say that Nicki Minaj and Future belong on that 2010 2020 Mount Rushmore yeah, more than there. Kanye and more than Kanye does. They don't. Yeah. But you can't yeah. say I'm being disrespectful by completely over. No, I'm not. I'm just not overrating their bullshit. That's oh, what no, I'm no, no, no. The only problem that I'm having with you, Zay, is because because you already have your opinion that they have always sucked like and never have been better than ass. Ooh. So the way that you say stuff, to me, is like a little off. Like I agree with you that their quality of music did not reach that. But you just can't, like, like nah. No, I'm, not overlook- no I'm not <laughs> overlooking like their popularity. I know that there are people out there that like their music. I know that they are influential. I, like, I know, I know, I'm not saying it doesn't exist. I'm it's not saying they don't have it. I'm giving them that. As far as, like, just like, you know, as far as that goes, I, you know, I can, I don't know much about them, so I can't argue that. I'm not arguing that. What y'all are saying about, like, 
the people they put on, the people that followed their style, paving the way. I have never once disagreed with any of that. I'm giving them that. I'm just saying, in my, I'm just saying that like there's no way (laughs) that you put those two up there. I agree. Or the for the last spot. Like, as a reference good. as well, so they actually did a poll I just found as well. So this oh, is the, nah, the numbers bro, that came. So I agree with you now because yeah. this shit is downright disrespectful. <laughs> okay, so Nicki Minaj won the last spot. She got 39.9%. Kanye okay. was in second with 33.1%. Future had 17.9% and Wayne had 9.1% in the final vote. What? So Nicki got the final spot in the in the vote. Bro, bro, who uh, did they ask? Who, who answered? Who, who yeah. <laughs> now, now, it was just a poll on Twitter. If you answer this poll, if you answer this poll, and you you answered this poll, and you for real think that Nicki Minaj deserves that spot over Kanye, come in the comments, right? Explain yourself. I promise I'll give a detailed answer as to why I disagree with you. And then after you've done that, smack the shit out of yourself because you're not seeing shit. <laughs> I, I don't know how to explain it. Me, I'm disrespectful. Now People, that was that disrespectful. disrespectful. The only, no hey, listen, listen, oh, listen, 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 listen up. Now, I am more on your side. The only problem I had with what you were saying was... You can't give an opinion about their music if you haven't listened to it, though. Like, like this man was just saying stuff. I hadn't heard the songs. I've heard it. Obviously, <laughs> I've heard it. I've heard it. That's how I know I don't like it. I heard it the once, and that was heard it. All I'm saying is, if you're at a party and you hear March Madness come on, and you don't turn up, I don't know what you're doing, bro. I used to hear that shit playing on the radio all the time when my like when my parents were taking me to school. I used to hear that shit on the radio all the time. It was everywhere. I heard it, and that's how I know I don't fucking like it. That's how I know I don't like it. Hey, hey, it has to be. It has to be Kanye. I feel like we can all agree. It has to be Kanye. Is that is that what we're agreeing on, Kanye? It got to be a bro. It got to be a. Got to be a. The five senses. Yeah, it's the way. <laughs> but that leads the into the, the little last yeah, section because, of this. Uh, you know what? He did drop a beautiful twisted dark fantasy and that's right what I think in 2010, baby. Power gorgeous. Who will survive in America? Yeah, Blame nah. game. Lost in the world. Hell of a life. Now those songs are always in the playlist, bro. They're on everything, Man. movies and TV shows. You don't even you don't yep. even think about hearing them, but you hear them. Man, we did not. You know what? We can't even get but into that. Before, <laughs> so we can move on a little bit. This is the last part of this topic that I kind of wanted to throw in. Uh, is for a new school artist, who do you think might have a spot in the future on this mount? Just one artist you think out of everybody coming up right now, who do you think might have a spot to be on this Mount Rushmore for the next decade? So, but for me, I was personally, I got a, my first artist. This is low-key my favorite artist, as everybody who, you know on the panel knows. This man, Deontay Hitchcock. It's, as soon as he gets some recognition, he's going to be at the top of the charts for everything. This man yep. was on Revenge of the Dreamers before he even put out his first album. He had just been putting out LPs and tapes. This man has so much influence. He put Even through the pandemic, he was putting out music videos. He put out a whole live album that he put out. Also, better if you haven't heard it yet, go ahead and peep it. It's the best thing you're gonna hear for at least a couple of weeks. That man, Deontay, this is the angels. Next, angels. It's, it's very yeah, good. That's what I'm saying. Literally, every song has just like 
the, the different twist to it that you won't heard before. And he's really one of the best artists representing the South right now. That man's from Atlanta. So if you haven't heard of him, go ahead, treat yourself, and you listen to that man, Deontay Hitchcock. But my second pick, you know, a little bit more mainstream, I got to go with that man, Roddy Rich, just because he is already reinventing the type of sound that you hear in music every single day. Like, it reminds me kind of how T-Pain came into the game. He just started doing just random stuff, just crazy. And it was just, it hit. Every song hit. So in the same way that man, Roddy Rich is coming on every feature, gas, every song he comes on, this sounds so different. Like, there's not another artist who can make a song sound like Roddy Rich can, in my opinion. So those are my two picks. For, you know the upcoming Mount Rushmore. What do y'all got? Um, I got you next. So my first pick, I'm gonna go with my boy Smino. He is one of the vibiest <laughs> rap artists you'll ever listen to. When I listen to this man, I just want to relax, man. This dude will just get you through a time. I think that his type of music is starting to become like more relevant, and he's starting to help a lot of more like low like low-key artists get put on because people are pushing for like the genre of rap that he produces and like i don't think that his vibe is like slowing down anytime soon for my second one this is who i personally think is going to take over the lyricism game from j cole and kendrick i got my boy corday if you haven't listened to his last album a lost boy or like the lost boy do produce straight heat in that album like he is definitely like setting the bar very high for people to come and compete with him in that field so i'm just ready to see what 10 years what he can do and i'm gonna slip in a third name oh and my this guy, lord I, 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 I knew, I knew, I knew you, man. listen 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 all i'm gonna say is west side boogie that's it i'm gonna just drop that name yeah. y'all think about that west side boogie uh, y'all learn about that I got I got y'all next. So my two are gonna be I'm gonna start out. This is my favorite female artist in general at the moment. Her name is Chica and her music C H I K A. Her music is like I have an electric longboard that I like to just ride around on the streets at night just to vibe out. And her music is so perfect for that. It's almost like a neo chance. Like if you took the way that Chance had that old soul in his music, it, it's just the word I would use for it is it's saucy. All of the music that she produces is saucy. It just has this really developed, mature flavor to it mixed over with a very well-spoken like sense of lyricism and position in the music. It's just very good. Like from a holistic musical perspective, it is very, very good. And so I cannot recommend her enough. She is my one of my current favorite artists. Um, and then for my number two, I got to go with my boy Jid. Um, I think Jid has captured a lot of the like darker rap genre that I enjoy. He's got a lot of that like twisted, like uh, semi-maniac style of uh, rapping. He comes at beats really hard and really fast with a, with a lot to process at once. And he just puts out bangers. I mean, 151 Rum is one of the coolest songs I had heard in a very long time. Just the start all the way to the finish. I think he's a great artist as well. I think those two definitely deserve a contending spot. Oh, shit. I guess I'll go next. Um, My two picks have got to be Blast, B-L-X-S-T. Just to clarify, because if you tried to look him up, you know, (laughs) B-L-X-S-T, Blast. Um, He came out with an album in 2020, 2020. Uh, if I'm wrong, don't don't no, it's 2020. Me. 2020. Okay. 
Yeah, I think it was called what was it? No Love Lost. Yep. I think. I, it came out with an album in 2020 called No Love Lost, and that's one of the. There's I only have three albums that I've ever listened to where every single song makes it into my playlist, and that's one of them. That album he came out with, every single song was good. It was, it was a great listen. He's, you know, he has, he doesn't have a lot of music out. I don't think. I think that was like his first. Um, what do they call them? Um, freshman projects or yeah. something. Um, that was like his first album. Just check it out. I think it's really good. You know, he's kind of like a. He sings. I guess you could say. Yeah, but yeah. but he raps. He raps for majority of it. Um, he raps um, kind of like a Rod Wave, I guess, mm-hmm. with the melody, because he has mm-hmm. a melody when he raps. He doesn't just like rap. He has a melody with it. So take that how you want to. And then my second pick would have to be Reason. And um, the reason why I like Reason is because <laughs> man. I just put him on and I literally just just lay back in my chair and and then next thing I know like I've listened to the album two times over and I didn't even know that the songs were replaying because I've just been so immersed in like the storyline of the album um he came out with an album in 2018 um and I think the song on there was better days better days was on there but my personal favorite would have to be let me look because i don't want to butcher the name and then get crucified <laughs> um, by, the, by the triggered future at nikki stands i gotta come correct uh, or they'll try to fry my ass um corrupt <laughs> Better days, um, drive slow. Oh my god, good songs. And then he came out with another album in that was last year, right? Yeah, last year, New Beginnings. Um, <clears throat> and that one, um, is that the one that has extinct or is that a single? I think so, yeah, that's the one that has extinct, yeah. Um, and then Bro, he also extinct? has, a, you know, speaking of singles, he also has a single, and I think it's called Situation Situationships. Situationships. Uh, it's called um, or what's that song called? I I think it's called Situationships. I'm pretty sure. I forgot what it's called, bro. No, it might just be situations. Situations. Okay. situations. It might just be situations. Yeah. If it's just situations, then it's on his album, uh, the one that came out in 2018. If yeah. it's not situation ships, then it's situations, and that's on the album that came out in 2018. I um, think that's what it is. Yeah, but the reason why I like Reason is because I don't really like listening to rap for what they say because, you know, what most rappers talk about nowadays isn't just something that I can relate to. Um, that lifestyle, that it's not, you know, it just doesn't, not, not, for, not for my crowd, doesn't hit me. Um, usually when I listen to, like, rap like that, um, it's because the beat's hard and nothing more and nothing less. 
the beat was just hard. Don't really care for what they're saying. But Reason, I would put him up there because in his songs, it's not a story, but it's like it's like topics, relatable topics, in general topics, topics that everybody has been through. You know, everybody's seen you either. And if you haven't been through it, then you know someone who has. So it's something that everybody can kind of like think about and be like, yeah, yeah, you know. And he just takes those topics and he runs away with it. And, you know, he has some really good lyrics as far as lyricism goes as well as an added bonus. So, yeah, that's it on that one. Reasons and past. You don't need a reason to listen to reason. I'm telling you, one of his lyrics real quick, I'm going to put you on um, for the um, people listening to the podcast. But when this man said so much wool in these raps, you think Uncle Phil love it, bro? I was sitting there like, bro. Who are you, bro? That line was so cold. I was just like, bro. Like, he just got lines like that all over the place, bro. So yeah. definitely check that boy out, bro. He be spitting. Reason he be spitting. He do be spitting, His bro. name is fast. <laughs> yeah, I know Nico's sitting on a good a good pair over there. I mean, compared to, I mean, honestly, compared to what y'all pick, hey, don't they probably won't make it. Don't do that. Don't downplay me personally, bro, I like I got Don Tolliver and I got Lil Baby. So for Don Tolliver, the reason why I picked him is because like so the sound that Don Tolliver brings into the game is like so I feel like it's so unique and I feel like it is heavily inspired by Travis Scott, but I think he puts a new twist on that sound and it's like, you know, you haven't heard anyone else like have a sound like he does. And he only has two albums out right now and he has like other singles like drifting out. But like I feel like a lot of people aren't really listening to the right music and, like, the right songs he has. Because I feel like he has so much more potential, you know, and, like, for people to like him and bring him out even more. You feel me? So, like, I don't know. I feel like he's going to be one of those people that end up having a lot more influence later on in the game. And then for Lil Baby, I feel like he already has a lot of that influence already. And he's already going at a, a, a fast pace. Like, he, he just featured on J. Cole's new album, you know, and he, like, had a pretty good verse on that. And that already, and it's not, it's not easy to find somebody that can rap with J Cole on like those albums. He doesn't, he doesn't pick a lot of people. Y'all, y'all, y'all know that, right? You know, mm-hmm. yeah, y'all know. <laughs> but like, um, you know, Cole, <laughs> y'all know, Cole. you know what Cole do. It's like, I don't know. He already has all that influence, and if you see Little Baby on so many features and carrying songs and bringing different people up that you probably haven't heard a lot about before. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like as long as he keeps going on how he's going now, he's just he's already gonna have like a good chance to be in that spot later on. So that is fact yeah. for sure. New album coming soon, him and Lil Dirk, Voice of the Hero. That shit's gonna be <laughs> I think I think Lil Dirk's gonna bring him down. <laughs> We're not gonna get started Dang, on that on this episode. Hate, bro. Jay is hating over not there. Hey, Lil Dirk Hart. That's all I'm gonna say about that one. Hey, Lil Dirk Hart. This podcast before we start slandering more rap artists, yeah, we can we can do what they got stored up. they got up Those are all fire picks. And also, the crazy thing about all those artists, they all make music together. So music is looking real nice. But I did want to mention for all the people listening to the podcast, this was actually a listener submitted topic. So if y'all have any other topics y'all want to hear from us, feel free to throw them out, throw them in the chat, DM us, do everything, because this was a pretty solid topic, I think. So, you know, shout out in the audience. You know who you are who gave us this, so I appreciate that. But 
Uh, I was going ahead. I cut it down to one more topic for the day. And I did want to talk. We were talking about our generation. Uh, I did want to talk a little bit about not just music, but a little bit more on the relationship side of things. Because, you know, me and Josh were talking earlier this week. And we're talking how it seems like in today's generation, we at least from a male perspective, we do a lot more chasing on females or women. Excuse me. You know, that's not supposed to say that. But uh, for women, uh, <laughs> as opposed to, you know, kind of that courtingship that a lot of, you know, the older generations did. So I just want to kind of get y'all's take on, you know, what y'all experiences with that so far. And what do you think that that causing this change is or if there even is a change? What do you think the cause of that is kind of us doing more of the chasing, chasing, chasing without anything getting in return or things along that line? So, so what do y'all think about that? I'll start this off. Now, I don't know if I'm going to be on the wrong side with this, Uh-oh. but... I'm going to have to edit this out. I'm going to just say what I'm going to say. I'm going to just say what I'm going to say. Now, the reason why I think this is the case is because of what's going on in today's society. Like, woman power... It's like probably like a top three topic right now. And this has been going on for like the past three ish years. And now it's like the fact that we're trying to prove that women are worth so much more, which they are, and that like they have the ability to do all these things, which they can, has now got it into some people's heads, thinking that now this means that men have to work even harder to get their attention and even with all the effort that they put it's not enough at the end of the day they can look and be like eh, on to the next like that is ridiculous i think that because they're saying that they're at like a higher status they're starting to now want these like ridiculously built man like it's not build a boyfriend out here bro like what is this like i think that they're not at the state that like when they meet somebody they can't accept the fact that, like, they might come with, like, a flaw or two. Does that make sense? Like, they hit mm-hmm. everything, but all of a sudden, they don't hit that one thing. And it's just a problem. Like, they're done. They cannot compromise. I think that's the word I've been looking for. In today's society, there is no compromise. There is no, we'll work on this. It's, oh, you don't have this? You're dropped. And that's what I see majority of the time happening. Now, this isn't for everyone, but like generally speaking, that's the way I kind of view it right now. Okay, y'all can go okay. ahead and counter me if y'all want. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to counter you. I think I just have, I, well, I don't, I just have an opinion. And I think you're right. I think, but I think it's for a different reason. I think that compromising has now been switched out for settling and so they think that compromising which means that you know maybe this person might not be able to do what you want and you can compromise and figure out how to move on they take compromising as oh well i'm settling i'm settling for this i'm settling i'm settling And then the idea in their head is, okay, I'm settling. I'm tired of settling. Let me go find someone else. But then it's always going to be an endless cycle because um, I'm a firm believer that there's nobody on this planet that was put here to specifically make you happy. There's nobody like that. And there's no one, you know, we're not telepathic. We can't mind read. So at some point, 
everyone's gonna miss a box for their partner. It's just it's just gonna happen. And um I think that the modern view on both sides, not just women, but men too, um it has now been twisted as instead of compromising, they see it as settling and then the thought in their head gets, Oh, well I can do better. I can do this. I could do more than that. And then they act on that and then it's gone. If that makes any sense. Yeah. And I'm going to, I'm going to piggyback off of you and I apologize if this is about to get a little long winded. If I, if I start going too long, they just like cut my audio. <laughs> but, but so I actually, I saw an interesting thing that came out. There was a, there was a bunch of, I can't remember if they were actual legal lawsuits or just public outcry. Um, and I know that you're going to have to bear with me. I know this isn't the greatest example of how men and women think, but I'm going to use Tinder analytics. And the reason I'm going to use it is for a very specific portion of this argument. And it's that because, and I'm about to sound like a geezer, but because we've had all of this connectivity with our peers, with people our age, you can see so many more people on a daily basis on your phone or in person than you normally could or interact with so many more people that it's becoming popularized for people to have thousands of followers and be uh, normal people, like not have a following for say musicality or a specific talent, but for your looks or for maybe you're funny, things like that. You know, you'll look and see people who have TikTok pages, like, you know, the stupid one that my friends and I made that got like 12,000 followers. And that was just a joke, but that's 12,000 people who would see the videos that we put out. And so I feel like there's been this weird complex with people associating magnitude and quality of like an external appearance with quality of person. And I don't mean that in a negative sense, but to use the Tinder analytics, there was a huge thing where they initially got a lot of backlash because Tinder, because it's you know a program, the people behind it decided they were going to use whether or not you got swiped right or left or how many times you got matched to create literally an ELO, like a ranked matchmaking game, in order to figure out where you should be bracketed in the app. And it's a smart tactic. It, it's meant to put people in literal competitive zones, right? Mm -hmm. So if we're to use Rocket League standards, you could be a supersonic legend or you could be bronze. And the app you get bronze and That's the crazy. Is, the, the, app, the app wouldn't tell you where you were. Bronze, the app, the app wouldn't tell you where you were, but it was more meant to keep you within the range of people who it thought were similar to you. So that received a lot of backlash in part because there was a disparity. And believe it or not, on that app, it's, it was like a weird little like study. I can't speak to its credibility, but I feel like the number still stands, at mm -hmm. least for the people that I know. I'm not going to say that this number is correct. But it found that the majority of men who were in the upper, I think it was 15 to 1% to of that ranked bracket were receiving a huge disproportionate amount of the swipes as compared to the other 85% of men. Whereas with women, it was more of a bell curve. There were, as soon as you hit like a six, it started planing out a little bit. And then once you got to the tens, I mean, everyone's either swiping on them or not because they thought they were bots, right? So it was more of a difference in mentality. And the reason I bring that up specifically is to, to piggyback off of Josh's point. There's been so much, not even like in a negative sense, but so much empowerment for women when it comes to not like fitting the role of just being a man's wife like you are a woman choose for yourself and that's such an amazing thing 
And that paired with this birth of technology has given women who have always traditionally held the, the role of being the one who holds back, you know, like you pursue the woman chivalry in a chivalry since you court the woman, you like bring her things and like try to win her over. You speak to her father to ask if you can marry her, that type of thing. Like if we're talking traditional sense, the woman was always given the role of maintaining that level of like hard to get or like purity or ascendance right the, the woman is what you are pursuing she is meant to stay above you at least in a very traditional sense in terms of chivalry mm-hmm. and that role has been further empowered to yes you are something that needs to be earned and guess what now instead of whoever's confident enough to come talk to you in person i've got all these dudes who click two buttons and followed you on Instagram or like did this or that. And they're in the same role. But now instead of having four dudes who are actually bold enough to come up to you, you know, whenever and try to start a conversation with you and are charismatic enough to engage with you, you've got 15, 20, 300,000 people who all want that same thing. That doesn't invalidate the woman's position nor these men's position. But when it comes to their ability to interact with each other, it's damaged. It's not going to come across in the same way. So you get this artificial sense of worth that because all of these people want you, you're worth more as a person than they are. And it's not, like I said, I'm not trying to speak to like a psychological extent of positive or negative, but I feel like that mentality carries over quite a bit more when it comes to, you say, how modern relationships work. So say, for example, I wanted to talk to somebody who had 80,000 Instagram followers. It may not be it may not be a matter of my character. It may not be a matter of who I am, what I can do, you know, what I'm worth, whatever you want to suppose it. But if I don't have, you know, twenty thousand, thirty thousand Instagram followers, I may not appear to be in the same bracket. Because just like the Tinder Elo, you're not at you're not at my rank. You're not at my level. You're bronze. I'm I don't sorry. Want, I, exactly. <laughs> I, don't want, I don't. I don't. I don't want to step down and play this non-competitive game with you. I want. I want to improve. I want to play a competitive game. And I feel like that mindset has propagated quite a lot in modern culture. That there is some manner of, and I mean, I'm guilty of this myself. There is some manner of what you deserve to play with, like like the level that you have earned. This is what I am. This is what I deserve. And I feel like that's on men and women's sides. And because there's been this huge explosion of interconnectivity, now people who would have just been viewed as you know incredibly beautiful back in the day, and of course would have people fawning over them, instead of having two dozen people in their hometown, now have 450,000 people on their phone every day and mm-hmm. constant constant comments like josh leaves uh under what's her name uh you know the hard eyes comments you believe in yeah (laughs) 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 he gotta chill like it's not true that up, baby. That up. Go downtown. Oh my bad, Zendaya. It's cool. But 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 see, there's nothing wrong with what you're doing at all, Josh. What I'm saying is, is if we're to talk about how people respond to that complex, like that in and of itself is how you feed that ELO system. And so when it comes to dating in the modern age, I just feel like so much of it is dependent on how on who you are in someone else's eyes before they know. Does that make sense? Like kind of, what is your ELO? I'll I'll use the gamer term. What is your rank? What is your, what is your status? Especially as men, I will say, like, what have you done to earn this game? That you're about to play have you played your placement matches have you grinded through gold and platinum and diamond are you up are you playing in the champions league type people? 
That is very true. I think you definitely, before I let you go, Nico, I definitely want to add on to that because I think you hit the nail on the head right there because uh, I think the biggest thing for me is personally, you know, I definitely think a lot of times we say, you know, all I do is chase, 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 and, you know, nobody ever hits me up and all that stuff. But I definitely feel like it's mainly just due to social media, and there's just so many options for people nowadays. And you yeah. talked a little about the psychology. this thing called, like, the upper limit, right? And so it's basically mm -hmm. the point at which somebody thinks this is the amount of happiness they can have without anything going bad. And kind of that's something programmed into us personally to where we think this is all we deserve. And once we hit this point, something bad's going to happen or it's not worth it. And I feel like a lot of the times people see these people that they see on social media and they get it towards the idea of the upper limit in their mind that they actually should have versus what they see maybe their favorite artists having or maybe one of their friends or one of these models or something on Instagram with 30,000 something likes like you were talking about. That's their upper limit, but they kind of don't apply it to themselves and kind of project themselves onto what they think it should be in a lot of the times. And I'm not saying that, you know, everyone has... Uh, should have this amount of worth to this ship thing, but it's it's less about worth and more about what you think will make you happy specifically, right? And I feel like that's a lot of times in the day's relationships, that's where people kind of get twisted is they say, well, this person's not worthy for me or this person's not, you know, the right person for me, or the right kind of stature for me based on, you know, maybe they're in a different group or they're a lot more popular or such and such. They have this job and this thing, but it really goes back to, will this person really just make you happy in the point that where you can enjoy life? Because a lot of times that would be a lot more worth in the end than kind of that, stature what it seems like from that social media which gets blown out of proportions nowadays and i feel like that's really what's caught this this change and trend to happen kind of like you were mentioning a little bit earlier but so i kind of wanted to add on that too kind of that uh idea of media having a good idea because you know it's 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 causing a lot of men and women to feel a lot more confident and feel a lot better about themselves but it's, it's kind of twisting what we really look for in a relationship rather than what will make us happy and help us grow as people and mature versus kind of what society thinks is good if that makes sense and then I didn't know if you had uh, anything to add to that, Nico. I didn't want to cut you off or not. I mean, y'all said so much, man. Like, I agree with everything you all said, to be honest. Well, after everything you all said, you know, I just got to agree on the fact that, like, nowadays with women becoming more independent, you know, they can provide for themselves, you know. They're, they're, they're doing a lot more things, you know, just so they can, you know, be content with themselves, you know, so they don't need a man. You know, and like with with women becoming, you know, more dependent on themselves, we have to prove ourselves more. You know, we have to do more to show them like, hey, like, I know you don't need me, but like, I'm here, you know. <laughs> so it's like we have we have to we have to go more in detail and like try to, you know, just prove ourselves more so we can be with these quality women. But also, I feel like it's like a trend because I also feel like with like with us having to chase more. But with also with women becoming more independent, they're also shooting their shots more. I feel like Very I feel true. like I feel like in my experience recently, at least, a lot of these girls and like female uh, women are being like a lot more bold nowadays, you know. And you know, I mean, hey, I mean, it's I just feel like it's just uh, the the trends go up at the same way as women are going into more more independent phases, and like we're becoming like we're trying to prove ourselves more. It just kind of like goes up and yeah. And, I I think that the, the overall trend has two potential outcomes. Either we, we see an overall net like of people trying to work on themselves and improve themselves because, like I said, because of social media, I, I personally think the ELO exists. I think that that is a structure that exists now. And it's like I said, I'm not trying to say it's negative because the whole idea of a rank system of in like a multiplayer game isn't that like you have to be born at whatever rank you are. You can work on yourself and improve your standing and you can earn something. And I feel like earning things in life. You can also is a drop. Huge 
but it can also drop if you start being on some nonsense. And so I feel like that that is a standard that allows people to hold others accountable. And it, it could be good, but it also could be very bad. Uh, a good example is I think it was China. Um, they they debuted this system of like social credit, um, where it was like imagine your credit score, but with like your social interactions. Oh, that's because... a Black Mirror episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's like a whole stuff. There's like a whole thing on that, and it's the whole debate of well, if you're going to numerically identify somebody's worth, if you could give, if the closer and closer it gets to an equation, the more and more it gets to a numerical game. The more and more nuance there is to lose humanity and the more and more ability you have to disparage others. So I feel like there's a good and a bad. Just depends on where people take it. Um, I also wanted to add on because so when me and Nate were talking earlier in the week, I know Jackson mentioned it a little bit, but we talked about how back in the day, people weren't looking all over the world to find their soulmate. You know what I'm saying? You see a lot of people nowadays talking about, man, I need to travel. And I think traveling is great. I think you get to learn more about yourself, become in, more independent, get more experiences that add on to you and who you are as a person. But that doesn't necessarily mean that you can't like look for like what you have around you. So like back then, you were content with like what you found in like your city. You weren't out here saying, wait, there could be another one in like, damn it, 200 miles away. Nah, you were looking in the in the radius, man. You were, you were looking at the hometown and you were content with that. The problem is now that we have, like you said, social media, it has just expanded the horizon. So people aren't anymore. They're not looking for like what they have around them. They're thinking that they can acquire any and everything. So it's just become a lot to choose from. Well, back then it was a lot easier to get to the point because you're like, oh man, I went to high school with this person. There's only damn it, 3,000 people that live in our like town. Like, like, like it's, it's not that hard right there. Thank God that but when you're with millions <laughs> yeah. of people, like, damn it, how do you choose, bro? Because hey, I'm gonna tell you how you tell you how you choose right here, right? If you think that you are bad. DM us on one of our on one of our social <laughs> platforms. We'll we'll let you know. We'll let you know your rank. Oh, he'll let you know. He will. Jackson, <laughs> no one else hey. on the Five Cents podcast. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Whoa, 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 whoa! Him. Y'all calling me a freak till it works. Hey, look, that's all I got that. I'm not going to knock it, bro. (laughs) (laughs) I'm joking. Please edit that out. (laughs) No, (laughs) no, no. Keep that in there. Let them know. Oh, what you mean, bro? That was a joke. Let them know. That was a joke. No, it was a joke. Yeah, it was a joke that needs to be heard. Joke. Um, let's see. Joke. Let's see. If people think it's funny. For, for the official, for the official record, I am kidding to all the listeners. Yeah, sure. But uh, I think we we summed it up pretty good. Because honestly, just a, a background, even outside of what me and Josh were talking about, I work with our, like high schoolers and stuff like that. And I swear, every day that same week, they were all like, "Man, I'm just worried about these girls. I don't know what I'm gonna do." And they were just asking me for like, well, "What would I do?" Because I guess I'm, I don't know. But basically, I was just like. They just worry too much about the system they really can't control nowadays. You feel what I'm saying? So rather than just playing too deep into kind of worrying about, oh, I'm not got to get my followers up, or oh, I got to do this, this, and this to you know 
be better. Just just live your life, improve yourself, and do your thing, and eventually the right one will come through no matter what. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, that's facts. One more thing. No, yeah, now, don't you sell, because I know a lot of, especially for us dudes, a lot of y'all be doing of perfect, be doing great, and start doing fuck shit. <laughs> and yep. that's what's messing yeah. up all these girls yeah, that the are right thinking track. dudes ain't shit, because y'all start selling. You give up, you <laughs> give up, and then you start doing fuck shit, and then you give the rest of us, yep, and the rest of the good ones that are just chilling. You get the rest of the good ones that are just chilling and waiting until we're primed and ready to enter the market. Yeah. By the time we enter the market, our names have been so fucked up and tarnished just because of the way we, just because we look like y'all that be doing the fuck shit. Just because, because we have the Play same skins. name. Just because we have skins. the same name. Just because we have bro, the same name. Just because we're the same height. Just because we do the same thing. Saying, if we have anything, if we have anything in common with one of the men that have been doing the fuck shit, we're automatically deceased. Because right. this is exactly what happens. Oh, they'd be like, oh, my ex used to do that. <laughs> and then you're out, bro. You're done. Yeah, you didn't even do anything. There was a, anything there was a whole trend. Josh, don't feel me on this one. I'm not sure if you saw it, Josh. There was a whole <laughs> trend on TikTok talking about if his name starts with a J, cut him out. And I was like, what? Like, like huh? Like, I, I, hey, like, what you mean? Like, how am I supposed to do anything about that? You want to change my name to just accent? Like, what? Like, what am I supposed to do, bro? And, and I got the analogy for y'all. A lot of these dudes are like Mark Sanchez. They play well enough to get to the league, and then they butt fumble, and they screw their chances of ever staying yeah. in the league, and they, get, and they make the rest of us look mad. Because now you're like, oh, when you watch Mark Sanchez, if you watch that butt fumble play, I promise you, and I mean this 100%, like I mean this with my soul, if I was in that play, I would not have fumbled. And I have no business being in the NFL. And so when I look at that play, I'm like, you just made every NFL player look stupid because now people are thinking like I'm thinking. Like, oh, it's that easy? I just have to not do that? Okay, bet. <laughs> like, give me, sign me up, Jets. Come on, where's my, where's my, where's my go? And so, come on, man. You can't be a Mark Sanchez. Go into the league, play your years, get your work in. Don't fumble, please, for the love of all that is good and holy. Yep. Yeah. Nice. Okay. I mean... Also, so that's why a lot I mean, of times dudes think it's a lot of times dudes think it's just the female. It's not just the female or the girls. No, the bro, it's y'all. It's us. <laughs> y'all are selling. Y'all oh, wait, I don't know who this us is. I'm oh, well, as, as a collective male, <laughs> not me. As a collective it is male, y'all. <laughs> I'm not with that bullshit. That's why no. I always say. No one on this house. podcast is with the nonsense, but we know no, a bunch of niggas who are. You know what it is? <laughs> the problem is people are skipping the step. Of working on themselves, mm-hmm. that's that, that step has been skipped. People are looking for people to help fix them and their problems. That's not okay. Not how the fuck you that need works. to get right. You need to be in a place where you could be in a relationship. You hey, can't bro. be searching for a relationship and you're not ready for one. You can't because then you're messing it up yourself. for the both yeah. of us. You're messing it's it up for like, both of us. It's just like if you were going to go, like, you can use that same NFL or any professional league. You can't go to a team and market yourself and be like, yeah, I have a torn ACL, but with your facilities, I'll be back and better than ever. Like, no, man, recover, get your grind back on, come back, and then re-audition. Like, put yourself out there again. You're not AP. 
you know, you're you're not one of the goats, right? You, you're not someone that they're willing to drop hundreds of millions of dollars on rehab for just to get you back on the field. So earn your right to play. Don't come in and act like someone has to fix you up just so you can play the game. Do your own work. Go to therapy if you need to. It's a it's a beautiful tool. It helps a lot. Make sure that you actually try other. Don't just go to one and be like, that's it. I'm done. Like. You know, try it if you feel like you need it. Obviously, talk with your friends. Talk with your parents if you can. A lot of people are out there for you. I guarantee you that there is someone who cares about you. There is always an opportunity to improve yourself and to improve the way that you see yourself and to work on your ability to exist in this world and have happiness. And once you start finding that sweet spot, you'll start realizing how much better it makes the lives of everyone around you. When you are thriving and succeeding, the people around you will thrive and succeed. And it's contagious. And that way you won't feel like you have to be a burden on the person that you care about most and it is the healthiest way to be in a relationship. And don't let someone be a burden on you either. Mm. Like you don't want you don't want someone to be a burden to you. Don't be a burden to someone else. Make yep. sure you're coming in a hundred percent. All right, but yeah, that's all I had for that topic. I think we summed it up pretty well. Just, you know, know your words, know what makes you happy, and pursue yourself and improve. And that's all you really gotta do to, to find happiness. Especially today, yeah. even with all the nonsense that goes on. But uh, that'll that's probably going to wrap us up today for the Five Cents Podcast. We appreciate everybody who's interacting with us. We got a lot of good info, feedback for the first two. Continue you know, follow us on all our socials, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. We're all on, on all streaming platforms. Whatever you're listening to in us right now, make sure to keep us with us. Follow us, leave a review, and let us know what you want to hear on the next couple episodes. But... That's going to wrap it up for us. I'm going to leave it open to the guys for any closing words. Uh, y'all got anything? Uh, Zay? Uh, nah, man. Uh, thank y'all for listening, though. Really appreciate it. And tune in. Keep tuning in, man. You know, like, subscribe, do what you got to do. It really helps. And, you know, I really appreciate y'all. For sure, for sure. Jackson, you got any final words? Uh, nah, man. Just take care of yourselves everyone thank you so much for listening you know i like to feel like there's someone listening to my rants other than these four <laughs> so i appreciate it i appreciate it that's facts for sure josh any any final words a little bit hey first wanted to say i appreciate you guys. i don't know why they looked at me like that but i appreciate bit. you guys i've gotten like a lot of feedback like nate said like the past couple of weeks of people hitting me up saying man i really enjoyed it so just continue to do that but if you can't Try to do that, you know, in the comment section on YouTube or, you know, hit us with like a like or, you know, a five star. Just something to show that like you're truly interested because that also helps other people that have your taste hear our voices. So then, you know, you have more people to talk to about this along with you having more people to interact with. So just like somewhat, I'm not going to say like do your part, but like if you genuinely like do enjoy what you're doing, like tell a friend. And like just like this try your best to shout you know shout us out a little bit but appreciate you guys thanks for listening that's all i got and last but not least nico any any last words uh really i just want to say thanks for tuning in you know keep spreading the word about us and keep being great fans man we really appreciate it yes sir yes sir well that's gonna wrap it up Episode 3 of the 5 Cents Podcast. Hopefully y'all got put on game for a little bit about something in today's world. And we'll catch y'all on the next one. Peace. 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 Y'all take it easy. Peace.